you know, for this podcast, I kind of wanted to bring it, you know, to a place that I've never really been, been to mentally when it comes with the intros. I, I, I kind of was, you know, was debating on the songs. You know, I didn't want to bring in one song that I'd already brought in on rotation. I've had how many podcasts? Over 500. No, that's a lie. Not, well, like I've had almost close to 500 public, not publicly, privately stored podcast I'm missing about a hundred when it comes to the internet like you can figure it out I'm, I have like 300 plus podcasts that I've already you know done just subtle flex excuse me but um I'm getting close to 500 on my computer I'm not getting close to you know 500 obviously on the internet again I haven't released a hundred but for this podcast I was like what song have I not played yet for the intro for this podcast you know, because I've played so many damn songs, a lot of the, some of them on repeat, other others not really. But I was like, you know what? I was singing the lyrics to this song. I was like, ooh, like, 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 let me get it on the podcast. Let's get a new attitude, a new just, you know, intro for the podcast. Let's let, let's get it going just a little bit. Just a little bit. Let's get it going. Ladies and gentlemen, I am 24. This is my podcast. 24's podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. If you don't know what this song is, it's Chicago Kid smoking and riding. Come on. Come on. Come on. Everybody should know this song. I don't know. I don't know anyone who doesn't know this song. So, anyways, um, uh, Cincinnati versus the Bengals. Cincinnati versus the Steelers. Excuse me. Apparently, it's a bad game. I was watching Jeff Cavanaugh's uh, stream before this podcast episode. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I was watching ESPN, and every single time they have these weird ass shit going on pregame. They had Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy fucking on. ESPN's Monday Night Football as if anyone like it. Like, does anyone like that shit? It's like, bro, like, come on, man. Your broadcast sucks so much that you gotta get the Muppets to bail you out. BS. We're not smoking, but we riding. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up right here on 24 spot. Yeah, half a sip of that Cali flower. Every time I write rhymes in first class, new Rolion. That's how I find high times. Long way from them drive-bys, them ratchet hoes, and them drug dealers. Bougie party need a 50 plus to bring a ratchet hoes and our drug dealers. How fucking awesome is that song? Smoking it. I was, I remember, I don't know why I was remembering those lyrics. But like literally I was like smoking and riding, smoking and riding. Do, 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 smoking and ride. I, that's that's the song that I was like thinking of. I was like, I was like, what's that song? I don't. I didn't even remember like the main verses. I was just. I remember the the fucking chorus. I was like, smoking and riding, smoking and riding, smoke. Do 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 smoking and ride. All right. Anyways, again, we're not smoking, but let me also fucking blaze up here. And by blaze up, I mean, like, light my fucking candle. Because, uh, you know, my like, I, I like having a candle and stuff like that. They have the, the, the Muppets a part of Monday, uh, a part of the, the fucking broadcast now, too. Did the Muppets originate in Cincinnati? Is that why they're, why are the Muppets on fucking Monday Night Football? Are they a part of ESPN or something? I don't know. I'll tell you one thing, though. I don't have any more of those TV shows anymore. 
Not to say that they were good. They were kids TV shows and some kids TV shows is all about the grass is green. Green. G-R-E-E-N. Green. A. And, and like they, it's just about like, you know, teaching kids how to like, you know, do stuff and stuff like that. It's not necessarily about like making good TV shows. Holy shit. There are a lot of Steelers fans in Cincinnati. Good God. They showed the Steeler fan base like out in Cincinnati I guess they're the only people there. They're waving those god-awful towels. Mm. Oh, my God. Hold on. So, apparently, this, this is just a disaster. Apparently, Ohio has a 10 p.m. curfew. I don't know how that's going to work out when it comes to the game because wasn't the game started at 8? Aren't they East Coast or are they Central? Or are they Mountain? I, I don't know. But it seems like they're East Coast, right? But apparently they are they got a curfew for 10. I have no idea how they're supposed to get back to the crib. Because they got to beat the traffic. Do they just leave the stadium at like 8 or 9? Or I don't know. Hold on. Hold on. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, how are they supposed to get home? If like they got 12k in the stands, how do they get home? I'm not sure. Let me stand up. Smoking in right. So I was supposed. By, by the way, a little bit of context. I was supposed to have, like, you know, I was supposed to have, like, two things get here. Technically three. By the by, right? I got my PS5. It's supposed to come tomorrow. I got my PS5 ready, waiting for me. Apparently, it's, it's like, in the town over. I don't know. Like, I keep getting, like, my mom is, like, paranoid about it. She's like, 24, 24, open it up, open it up. As soon as you get it, because, you know, like, people around your, where you live and stuff like that, they, um, they take stuff out of boxes and they replace, like, your PS5 with bricks and stuff like that. And I was like, I've never heard that. You're being paranoid. She spends way too much time on Facebook. But, um, <clears throat> I was, um, you know, I was, you know, I was just, like, she was constantly, like, freaking out about it, coming today and things of that nature. And I was just like, okay, you know, like, this is, this is way too much way too much attention for you know a ps5 but then on top of having like i don't know if things are supposed to get here tomorrow but i have like i have two orders i have i still have not gotten folklore i still have not gotten it yet still have not it was supposed to be delivered saturday it is monday and uh you know it's it's christmas they got a lot of packages i get it a lot of packages you know, I'm not a exception to the rule. I am perfectly fine with, you know, during COVID and stuff like that. But, I mean, it's literally in a town over. And it's like, at, at times like this, I kind of wish that I could just drive and be like, here's the tracking order. Here's my credit card. I am who I say I am. Let me have my package, please. I wish that's how the mailing system worked. Um, but it's not. And then it's like, I also have um, something else coming from literally out of the country that's been literally in transit been in transit for almost a month from like december 4th to today 
and it was supposed to be delivered today. And um, it's not. It's not here. I'm not holding it. I don't have it. So there you go. That's a lot of fun. But then on top of that, I, I watched. Um, I'm I'm watching like this. If you're a gamer, you're gonna semi be interested in this. If you're not, you're you're like 24. This is stupid. Can we watch football now? Hold on. Let me give you a primer. Let me like like come on. It's it's a lead up. Okay. Calm it down. So I'm uh, I'm watching this like j- not because I want to buy it. It was originally because I kind of wanted to buy it, but then I was like, eh. It's getting way too expensive for me, way too, uh, way too big for me when it comes to how much fucking money they want. By the way, oh yeah, two things. So I'm going to talk about two things, but I'm going to talk about the first thing first. Um, I'm watching this video game. It's, um, it's called, what's it called? It's called um, Pokemon Platinum, and it got VGA rated at like 85, 85 plus near mint. Which essentially means that it's essentially almost, it's almost as if it's straight out of the factory, right? Right? 85 plus near mint gold means essentially it's in prime condition. And I saw it today and I also saw it yesterday go up and I was like, ooh, it's only like $51, right? I was like, I'll take that, right? Because Pokemon Platinum, if you don't know how valuable that is as a video game, it's not only really, really fucking rare to find in the wild, it's also really, really rare to find, like, sealed up, you know, um, sealed, uh, like, like um, in the original shrink wrap, you know, plastic and sealed up and things of that nature. It's extremely rare to find this video game. So I was like, uh, it's only, like, $51 right now. Let me kind of just, um, let me kind of just, and, and, and it's nowhere near to the end of the, you know, of the auction, right? Because it's essentially up for auction for, like, you know, um, until like Sunday of net of this week. So I was like, let me see how, how much it costs in about a week and I'll come back to it. Maybe I'll buy it. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll place my own bid and it's $500 now. <laughs> Cost a fucking PS five. Like bro. I'm and, and I keep seeing these two fucking, I'm more watching this, not because I actually want to buy it, but because I'm super interested in the people who are trying to buy it. Because they're like, you know what, guys? Like, there's there's two people. They don't show their names. They show, like, their numbers and their star numbers. There's this, there's two fucking guys that are going at it. Now three. There's a guy with 22 and a star and a gold star next to his name, 64 and a blue star next to his name, and now 42 with a gold star in his name. And they're all competing for the exact same fucking, uh, <laughs> for the exact same fucking thing. And it's like, Number, um, number 22 fucking like, uh, like he, he started off the bidding kind of high. Like there was a bunch of people that were kind of playing around like, oh, you know, we're going to raise the price from $5 because the, the price of the game started from like 99 cents to then it like went to $5 to then 50, right. To then 53 and then 22 came in and he was like, no, I'm going to make it a hundred. And then 64 came in, made it 115. And then for some weird reason, he's like, I'll make it 130. And then another guy came in and made it 158. And then 22 came back in. He's like, oh, you guys are going to make it. You guys are playing around like pussies. I'm going to make it $200. 64, 200, another 64 bid. He's like, I'm going to fuck everybody out. I'm going to make it $250. By the way, this all happened today within like a couple of hours of, uh, of it happening, by the way. So it's like, you guys are, you guys think you're going to make this, uh, you, you guys are playing around with like a hundred dollars. I'm going to make it 200, then 250, 22 for some weird reason was like, you guys are going to continuously 
do bids. I'm going to make it 300. 64 is like, fine, I'll make it 300 again. 22 is like, bitch, I'll make it 325. This random guy named 42, he's like, I'll make it 500 on you bitches. And then 64 came in and he's like, I'll make it 500. And now it's at 500. And that's all happened today. It's probably going to go. I don't, I'm not a good evaluator of this type of stuff, but it seems like it wouldn't be that big of a stretch to say that it's going to go for over for somewhere close to like a thousand dollars. Something that I had originally valued at 51. I was like, should I get it? Spend some money on a lot of stuff. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. And then it's like, it's kind of right on the price. I was like, mm, that's, that's kind of rare. I just randomly saw it. Yeah. One of the, um, one of the other editions of it, right? One of the other editions that's not up for a bid. That's just like, you can sell it. Like whoever is you know, like, he's selling it, right? He's essentially put it up for auction. It's, um, it, it's, it's a 80 silver graded version of Pokemon platinum. Uh, the other version is a gold rated 85 plus near mint. This one's silver and it's going for $1,300. So yeah, these, uh, these fuckers are kind of expensive. <clears throat> Thought that was pretty interesting. And I also was like looking at a, um, what else? Fucking the, uh, the pretty reckless album. The pretty, uh, the pretty reckless, like, um, what's it called? What's it called? The pretty reckless clear vinyl. And I was watching, I was watching a bid for the actual vinyl, right? The vinyl um, that I was watching, it went for like over $190 or something like that, right? And so this guy who had a bid on it, he, I guess he had an initial auction to essentially auction off to essentially gauge like the price and the demand of these vinyls and stuff like that. And then he's like, oh, you guys are going to spend a hundred and something dollars on it over a hundred dollars, like $190 on it. Guess what I'll do? I'll fucking jack up the price for it to be 189 when I think the, you know, the first one that he sold was going for like a hundred and ninety something dollars. But I mean, this is 189 plus tax, obviously in shipping and things of that nature. So that's a lot of fun that all of that shit is super expensive. Am I going to get it? Um, no, <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? And it's like somebody else. Fuck me, man. Somebody else is selling. Who are you selling for? For a hundred dollars, it's like, why is the pretty? Well, it, it does the pretty reckless. I already saw that the death of rock and roll. I think that vinyl is out. The no, it's not. It's it's made by somebody else. Let me look up the pretty reckless. Like I'm hoping that they actually. Um, oh, it's death by rock and roll. Do they have the vinyl out? Because the last thing that I would want is to like, oh my God, they have so many fucking vinyls. Jesus Christ. And they're already sold out. That's the fucking dumb thing about this, right? The white one is already sold out. The album doesn't fucking come out until February of next year. And the white's already sold out. The green's already... What is wrong with people? These these motherfuckers and their scalping bitches 
fucking I mean they're already I I kid you not I, I I saw this album on eBay up and they aren't even it's not even out yet right I want the blue one because you know like, like my favorite color is blue and I was gonna get the white one but they're already sold out of the white one but it's like bro like I can, I think I can find on eBay right now and my internet is shot hold on give me like two seconds But it's like, I, I think, let me do it on my phone. Where's my phone? I, like, my internet is shot on my computer. Hold on. Like, I remember looking at these vinyls on eBay, and I was like, the death of rock and roll, or what's it called? I think it is called the death of rock and roll. Death by rock and roll, excuse me, not death. It's sold out. The blue vinyl sold out. They only have... 750 seriously it's sold out really oh no it's the green one I was like I was like wait did the, did the blue one sell out as well I'm like seriously it's like I don't want to have to buy this before I even hear the album I mean technically it's only like 28 dollars but it's like still man it's fuck man that's so that's so fucking ridiculous that like people are honestly getting away like folklore for example do you want to know how much i paid for folklore right the new taylor swift album do you want to take a shot at how much money i had to spend on that album the one that's supposed to come tomorrow that a couple of months ago was fucking like 20 something dollars 28 dollars i had to spend 50 dollars on it and that was like cheaper than most i'm looking at it right now you want to know how much the red one that I just got is going for? 75. It's like, what the fuck, man? That is ridiculous. Holy shit. How much, uh, now, now that my internet wants to work on my computer again, let me just look up the Death by Rock and Roll album. God, man, this is so ridiculous. I shit you not, you can go look this shit up. Look it up. Look up the death by rock and roll. It's literally like over a hundred dollars. But I mean, technically rock. I mean, technically speaking, like since they're only going to make 200, not 200, 750. Like, I guess it makes sense that, you know, like. Excuse me. I guess it makes kind of sense. That, you know, that, that it's like, that it's hard to come by these, you know, these, um, these albums, I guess. Like, I get why there's a market for them. But yeah, like, already. All fucking ready. The white one is going for $150. That's more than the, than fucking, what was it? That's more than, um, than fucking, uh, than fucking, uh, uh, uh going to hell. What the fuck? That's ridiculous. I hate resellers so fucking much. I hate them. I hate them so much. They take away all of the cool stuff and then they mark it up for a higher price. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck the people that resell. Fuck everybody who does this shit. This is ridiculous. It's like now now I don't get to get it. I don't get the white one, which it looks cool. 
It's like chalk white. It looks that vinyl looks so dope. How many did they make? How many of that vinyl did they? We're almost done looking at music and vinyls and shit like that. I'm, it's like, fuck you. Oh man, the white looks so. Oh my god! I think they even like have the pretty reckless imprinted on the vinyl, like on the back of the vinyl. Or something like that. I don't know. That looks so cool, man. Holy shit. Let me take a swig. Mm. Oh, my God. That vinyl looks so cool. And then on top of that, who's the who's the lead singer? I'm not sure. But I just... I'm not disapproving. I'm just, I, cause I think, I think she looks hot. I'm just very confused as to why the lead singer of the pretty reckless is always like butt naked on the album covers. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just, I don't know the imagery. I don't know the artistic, um, the artistic, uh, expression that she's trying to show off but girl you do your your thing because she can sing her ass off I love it I have no idea why she does it but you know if she wants to do it I can only imagine how cold she is right now because she's like standing on a not standing but she's like laying down on a tombstone not on a tombstone on like a grave and she's like shivering I can only imagine how cold she is Jesus Christ I don't care Anyway, well, like I don't, I, well, I don't, I don't, I don't care what she's doing. All I care is that she makes awesome music. But it's like I haven't heard an a song on the album though. Maybe I should do that before I spend twenty. It's only twenty eight dollars though. It's like, like a twenty twenty eight dollars is a twenty is twenty eight dollars. It's like it's you know it's it's twenty eight dollars. How how good does it sound? They, oh, they released 25 as well. Is this a good song? I don't know. I'll play a little bit of it for you. Hold on. Also, like skipped a minute into it I'm gonna go a little bit more it's like we also have to cast a football game you know but you were moving on to better things I was like, I haven't heard a song on the album. And then I heard that song and I was like, mm, looks like I'm dropping $28. All right. All right. That was awesome. That was like five seconds. 
I was like, oh, I kind of want to listen to the rest of the album. Kind of want to listen to the rest of the record. I didn't like who you're selling for that much. But I mean, I guess I expected it to be like exactly my expectations were I wanted it to sound like exactly like 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 going to hell. And I feel like that like that like uh, expectation kind of like fucked my perception of the album, you know, instead of going into it blind, I kind of just was like, I want it to be like the pretty. I want it to be like like going to hell. And instead of just being like, oh, like it's a it's a good record. I like it. Yeah. Now I got to get the new one. Oh my god, I did get the blue one. I like and I can't even get linked to it. Okay, hold on. I'm trying to get like linked back to the site. Hold on. Boom. Fuck, man. Their website, I love the I pretty reckless. I love you. I love their website. Holy shit, is it hard to navigate through? I'm try I'm pressing on pre-order the album. Do you want to know what I I get to? I get I go to like all of their streaming services, right? Because obviously everything is streaming now. Right. But now I'm trying to like go to your store. I'm trying to go and buy your album. I'm trying to go to your page. I press on store. I press on us. Does this? Yes, this takes me. But I but if I press on store, right, check this shit out. If I press on store. Oh, I'm an idiot. (laughs) Like there's a US store and then there's an international store and then I just kept on pressing on. Yeah, if you just press on store, if you don't press which reason which region you're in, you just it just fucks up, you know? That's the that's the fatal flaw right there. Hold on. They have like the colors of the album are like black, white, which is sold out. The black one isn't, but I mean all vinyls are black. Like the, the cool thing about vinyls is that they can be like different colors and stuff like that. But like there's black, which nobody wants because every, every vinyl is black. Um, there's green, which is sold out. There's white, which is sold out. The only three ones that aren't sold out are the black one. Again, nobody wants the, that vinyl because everybody owns black vinyls. There's the red one, which that one also looks fucking awesome. And then there's my second fucking favorite. No idea how this one sold out. It's the blue one. Because my favorite color is blue. But Jesus Christ, man. Oh, my God. They imprinted the Pretty Reckless. It looks like on the B side of one of the albums, right? And it has, like, the, the band name, the Pretty Reckless, on that side of the album. And it looks like you can still play it. I thought... Nothing was imprinted on it, I guess. I don't know. There's only 12 songs on it. What do they call? I'm guessing they call black. Oh, no. It's just classic black. What do they call the white one? Chalk white? No, just white. They call blue, blue jay. And then they call the green one, forest green. What's red? Blood red? Apple red. Oh, that's cute. And then blue is blue jay. Yeah, okay. Well, Well, looks like I'm spending... $28 $28 on this record. I'm I like I just I, I don't want to know how much money I've just spent on vinyls. I don't know. This is like also including the record player that I got and the two records that I got, the Guardians of the Galaxy one, and then I got the Grindstone soundtrack from from IM8bit.com 
and then I got the Persona 5 Royale soundtrack as well, and then I got Folklore, and then I'm going to get um, the, the new one, the new uh, track, not the new track, what is it, the, um, the, uh, the, the Pretty Reckless one that's coming out in like fucking February, and then it's just like, I just got to, I'm an animal right now, somebody send me help. Yeah, 25. She's not 25, though. Right? Lead. Pretty reckless. How old is she? She's 27, right? Pretty sure she is, right? Yeah, she's 27. That's weird that she would make, make a song about being 25 when she's 27. How weird, do, like, do you feel about that? How do, how do you feel about that? Like, somebody making a record about, maybe not a record, but, like, a song about them being, like, young, but they're older than they are. I don't know. Maybe it's they're just expressing their experience, and it's not meant to be taken so literal 24. Maybe that's it. I'm not sure. Anyways, yeah, I don't want to think about how much money I just spent on records. I don't know. I love vinyl so much. I do use the shit out of my vinyl i literally listened to the entire soundtrack of guardians of the galaxy today volume one anyways let me stand up because i'm sick and tired of i mean i've talked about records for way too long you may be asking me 24 what's going on has uh has pit let me stand up first hold on sorry about that you may ask me 24 uh, what's going on? Oh, wait. Let me lower my chair thing. Hold on. Never mind. Never mind. You may ask me, 25, what's going on there? Is Pittsburgh winning it? They should be winning, right? No, Pittsburgh is losing by three points. Jeff Cavanaugh was right. I was kind of like, it, like, even though I was searching up the pretty reckless and things of that nature, you know, on, on Google, I was also, like, giving the game a nice little side glance and things of that nature and got a burp <clears throat> excuse me let me tell you something game has been a little bit of a snooze fest literal little bit little bit a little bit of a snooze fest by snooze fest snooze fest i mean it's been it's 0-3 to the Bengals. A little, like, I just want to finish off by saying this. Do you remember in, like, the 2000s, the early 2010s, where you bought stuff online and you just never got taxed? There's no state taxes and there's no legislation for e-commerce sites and online sales to be, like, taxed at a state level, right? Because the states were so fucking dumb at, um, at understanding, like, how technology was used and things of that nature. And people, like, I just fucking didn't pay taxes at all. For any of my um any of my like purchases online because it, like they just didn't tax me at all, or whatever. It was awesome. It was awesome until states got really really smart about it, and then then they were like, oh wait, we can charge people based upon their we we should charge people uh, based upon where they are statewide and things of that nature. And it's just like oh god, because it's just like I've been ordering a bunch of stuff online now, and it's like now it's like okay, you know, like now you have to pay state taxes and blah blah blah, and it's like. Uh, on top of shipping and handling. Fuck off, state taxes. I already take so much money from my from, from just regular purchase, and now you got to tax me again. Jesus Christ. 
Anyways, um, yeah, that's kind of it about fucking money and records and stuff like that. So, yeah, you may ask me, um, how interesting is this game? Uh, listen, man, this game fucking sucks. This game is terrible. Like, wow. I'm all for putting, like, great teams up against bad teams, but you also want, like, you also actually want good games as well. I just want to ask, why did CBS or Monday or what what's it called, ESPN, think that this was going to be a good game? I mean, I get it. They have to put the Bengals against somebody, you know? They got to put the Bengals on sometime. Technically, the NFL does, but technically speaking, this should be a Sunday night game, right? <laughs> Joe Burrow just tweeted out, confirmed, watching the game isn't as fun as playing. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, this is disaster. I'm, I'm, he should turn the TV off, bro. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. This is terrible to watch. You see? Yep. Oh, my God. You know what? Um, AJ Green just caught a really, really awesome bomb by God knows who that quarterback is. Dallas played him like two weeks ago. I don't know who that quarterback is. And I talked about it. Everybody jumped on the bandwagon as soon as Washington lost to or Washington beat the Steelers. I was on the band. I was already of the premonition. I already had the premonition of, oh, Steelers aren't going to the Super Bowl. Everybody was clapping it up already. Everybody was like, oh, oh undefeated Steelers. Oh, my God. They're undefeated. Woo! Go Pittsburgh. Oh, my God. Undefeated. They got it. They got it going on, right? Everybody's like, undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. They're going to the Super Bowl. They're one of the best teams in the NFL. I'm like, bro, they're not making it to the championship game. I don't know what people were talking about two months ago. But everybody was so juiced up. Everybody was so excited about the um, the Pittsburgh Steelers and and having a a undefeated season on uh, at that point in time. And I was like, hey guys, um, a little bit of context here. Can we provide a little bit of context? Just a little bit, a little bit of context, right? Can we do that before we just you know go off the rails and get so excited that we don't even have any type of nuanced discussion about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thank you. Let's try it again. So after the Dallas Cowboys had lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, everybody went ballistic and everybody was like, oh my gosh, they beat the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas sucks. And I was like, story of the weekend shouldn't be that Dallas lost to the Steelers because I expected it. The story of that weekend should have been Steelers almost lost to the Cowboys. What's going on with Steelers? They shut down. They shut down. Holy shit, they got it. They got McGregor versus Poirier. I'm I'm watching that. They got McGregor versus Dustin Poirier in January 23rd. It's been a year after he fought Donald Cerrone. Boy, I can't wait. Shout out to Cerrone as well. I love him. Love the cowboy. Hopefully, he's doing well. I, I know he's lost a couple of fights. Hopefully, he's doing well. Hopefully, him and his family are doing well. Shout out to them. They got McGregor versus Poirier. Oh, I can't wait. That's going to be so awesome. Awesome, awesome fight. 
that they got hooked up, set up, all that good stuff. So, <clears throat> what do I got during, um, what is it? During, by the way, I kind of bit on the fake that Connor put out. I'm, I kind of got hood, hoodwinked by Connor McGregor. He was like, I'm retiring in May, and then Joe Rogan. He's so smart, man. He was like, no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. He's like, he always does this. He always retires. And I bit on the fake, and I was like, you know, congratulations to Connor for a successful UFC career. And then uh, Joe Rogan was like, no, he's not retiring. And I was like, um, all right, I, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Anyways, um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, the how the Pittsburgh Steelers, everybody bit on the fake, and everybody should have been a little bit more aware of how bad the Pittsburgh Steelers are. <clears throat> and um, you know what? I talked about it in like in November or I think it was. Yeah, I think it was November. And I was like, I don't I just don't get it. Um, if Dak Prescott was in that game, they would have won it. Hell, if Andy Dalton had played, they probably would have won it considering how slightly above average to good that he's playing. He's not playing great. He's not playing elite before everybody jumps out of their fucking chair and just start saying dumbass shit and overreact. He's not playing uh, great or elite. He's playing good and slightly above average. Too above, too uh, average, excuse me. But yeah, he's played a lot better considering um, he was hot garbage. Like, literally when Dak got out. Dak got hurt, excuse me. But, um, you know, everybody was juiced up about the Pittsburgh Steelers and excited about that. Oh my God, the, the winless, the, the undefeated season and all that good stuff. And I was like, chill your tits, chill out. They haven't been tested yet. They have a weak schedule. And then they lose to Washington. They barely beat the Cowboys. They lose. Who did they lose to last week? Who did they lose to? I don't, I don't know who they lost to last week, but they lost to somebody. Oh, did they lose to the Bills? I think. Let me check it out. I think they did. And that was their second loss of the last two weeks, and then everybody freaked out. Let me check it out. Yeah, they lost to the Bills last week. Then everybody was like, oh, wait, Pittsburgh Steelers, they suck again because Pittsburgh Steelers, they didn't do anything for like two quarters or whatever, or three or four. I don't remember how badly they lost, and I cast that football game, remember? Or maybe I didn't. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. But yeah, everybody had went insane, and now they're out on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and Pittsburgh can't fucking move the ball at all against the Bengals to the point where they can score field goal. How, how sad is that? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Hold on. I got a plug in my computer. <clears throat> Second and ten. After, like, Ben Roethlisberger has literally only completed two passes for two yards. Do you want to know what this means, right? In my opinion. Do you want to know what this means? <clears throat> I think two quarterbacks are done after this year. I don't know if any team... Listen, I think the Saints are done with Drew Brees. I think they're going to try and go in a different direction. Maybe Taysom Hill. Maybe Jameis. I think they're out on Drew. Drew played terrible last year. And to be honest with you... Not last year, uh, yesterday. And to be honest with you, like on top of playing terrible last uh, last 
last night. Uh, he hasn't had a good season so far. Like everybody talks about his total air yards distance and things of that nature. He hasn't slung the ball how, uh, like he has in recent years. He's always had high completion percentages, but it's always been offset by accurate throws down the field as well. Drew Brees only has 2,000 yards. Excuse me, 2,430 yards. He's banging when it comes to uh, to touchdown to interception ratio. His passer rating, his completion percentage, all significantly high. 70%, 107.4 for the passer rating. 70% for completion percentage, significantly above average. I mean, he's just an awesome football player, but I mean, good God, man. He's, he hasn't thrown for 3,000 yards in almost three seasons. And he hasn't had a 4,000-yard season since 2017. That's terrible, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe not terrible, but it's not great when it comes to yards. But he also has had a stupid amount of touchdowns as well. But yeah, like he just, in my opinion, this isn't one of the seasons where you, like he, he again, his touchdown interception ratio is insane, but I don't, I don't think he can. Like, it, I, I don't, I don't know how he beats teams in the playoffs, dude. And I get it. It was one game, but I've seen him play for the entirety of the season. He needs like, he needs the running game to go off. His defense needs to play awesome. Like, and then on top of that, Sean McVay is not Sean McVay. Sean Payton is just scheming the fuck out of, out of the, uh, the saints right now. And out of all these other teams. And I mean, Sean McVay is awesome. Sean Payton. I keep on getting the two confused. They're great offensive head coaches. And it's just like, like I, I, Drew isn't a terrible player. He's not, he's a hall of famer, but at the same token, like, I don't know, man, it's hard for me to watch Drew Brees play and be like, that's, that's a quarterback that I, that's a quarterback that I, that I think can beat a lot of the current quarterback. Like he's, he can't beat Russell Wilson. I don't know if he can beat Kyler Murray. And if Dallas had Dak Prescott or has Dak Prescott, um, and if they get some pieces on defense, I don't think, I don't think they can beat the Cowboys. I really, really don't. And to be honest with you, it's going to sound weird. I think Dak is going to be better next year in the sense of his efficiency. I think he's going to turn down the turnovers. And I also think that he's going to have um, a higher, maybe not higher completion. I think he's going to have a higher pass rating. But Juju, by the way, he fumbles the ball. He fumbles the ball here. Juju, Juju, and by the way, pregame, he was dancing on the logo again. I'm not a big fan of dancing on logos. I think I think it's disrespectful and things of that. I, 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 I wouldn't have a problem. With, and I talk about it all the time. I have no problem with people dancing on, you know, in the touchdowns or in the end zones and stuff like that. But dancing on the logos, man, I don't know. Juju also, by the way, danced on the Bills logo as well. It did not go well for him. I mean, I, I don't know. And I, interestingly enough, Juju gets blown up almost at the logo and he fumbles the ball. And it's just, I mean, and what the what the broadcast is, you know, is is essentially implying is that they gate they fucking laid him out because he danced on the logo and it's just like it's the TO thing. It's like Everybody wants to disrespect the Cowboys by fucking dancing on the logo, but that's how you get blown the fuck up because you're not only disrespecting the players on the field, you're also disrespecting the dudes that played 10, 20, 30 years ago. It's like, come on, guys. Like, 
Like that's one thing that I'm just like, I'm just so against. It's just like, you know, you can't fucking disrespect those guys, man. You can't do that. You know, because those fucking guys, they wore that logo. They wore, they were a part of that fucking team. They, they fucking, they played on that logo. Like just don't, that logo means a lot. Just don't respect it. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Yep. They're showing one of the DBs that laid him out. Talking shit to the camera. I'm finishing off my fruit punch from Chick-fil-A today. It's like, listen, man, you can't be talking shit. I love Juju. Juju. Don't dance on logos. It's bad. It's really, really bad. Especially because it's like, oh, you're going to post that shit on TikTok? Oh, we're going to blow you up during the game, aren't you? aren't going to post that on TikTok. I guarantee you. But yeah, like, just don't dance on logos. I hated it when T.O. did it. I hate I, I hate it when the Bengals get, when not when the Bengals, I, I, I hate it when Juju does it. As much as people want to be like, well, you know, you like, like, like the star and whatever. It's like, it's not just the star. It's, you know, the Bengals and things of that nature. I'm just, I'm just saying. It's like the only thing that I dislike. <clears throat> Anyways, that was saying, yeah, first quarter goes by, hold on, Bill Cower, oh, they're talking about Kevin Green and how he had just passed, <clears throat> and things of that nature, Rod Woodson is also tweeting out, you know, prayers for Kevin Green, who is a Hall of Famer defensive, uh, I, I, I don't know, he was beyond my time, but, you know, he, he just passed today, so, you know, want to show him some respect anyways um what's going on oh yeah this game sucks like this game is is boring I'm way more energized I woke up today kind of feeling like super groggy and I kind of like had to like car uh compartmentalize like what's been going on for the last couple of days and I kind of realized like I had casted for 12 hours in two days which I don't think I do I don't think I've ever done no, I got kind of close in February where I casted, no, did I? I think I did in February where I covered the draft last season, last year, where I had had like a five-hour podcast, then a two-hour, then a two-hour, and then I think I had, no, I didn't have a game on Sunday. It may have been XFL, I'm not really sure. But yeah, like I had a lot of hours, like late late February or whatever. And um, yeah, like beyond that, kind of stretch in February really no long ass stretches you know where I podcast a lot but um yeah like I don't know I I woke up super groggy yesterday and I wasn't in I wasn't feeling it and today I woke up kind of groggy as well and I was like oh I just kind of overextended myself and then on top of that I was like let me just start working out again and that definitely contributed to it as well I didn't feel great at all and it's like today I woke up and I was like, oh, I kind of feel a little bit better. I feel a little bit more refreshed and things of that nature. But yeah, like it was, it was fucking hard. It was, it was hard. And now I'm kind of through it and I'm fucking ready to go again. I'm full. I'm, hey man, I got, I'm pedaling to the metal. Let's, I'm fucking, I'm shifting in a turbo. I'm, I'm fucking ready to go. Anyways, put me in coach. So Steelers defensively have not been able to stop the, um, the Cincinnati Bengals on this drive. Again, no idea who his quarterback is. 
<clears throat> I'm, I have no idea who the fuck this guy is. Um, I have no idea what he's all about. By the way, big shout out to fucking T Higgins. I didn't think he was going to be I, like, I don't know if I thought at the beginning, I, I, like sometimes I forget how I evaluate. I, I forget a lot of shit. I have a lot of things running on in my mind. I'm sorry if I like can't remember everything. I'm not sarcastic. I'm not being sarcastic at all. I'm being like actually sincere. I don't like remember everything. And I like feel like that's like, I feel like that's like, I feel, I feel like that's a little bit ridiculous sometimes whenever I just can't remember stuff. But I apologize for it. But I, I seriously cannot remember, like, if I strongly consider T. Higgins to be a first-round draft pick or a second-rounder. Um, just not because he went in the second round, but I think I thought at that point in time that he was a second-rounder. Just, like, like put yourself in my shoes. Like, remember, like some, remember how you felt about something, like, six or seven months ago that wasn't really that important? And remember and try to think like how you thought about it. It's like, yeah, it's super confusing and it's kind of a little bit hard. I, I like harder to do, I guess. I don't know. But um, I think I thought at that point in time that T Higgins was a second round draft pick. And I didn't think that highly of him because how people were talking about him was he's a 50-50 ball type of guy. T Higgins has been a really, really good wide receiver for Cincinnati, especially with Joe Burrow. I know a lot of people are talking about Pania Sewell and stuff like that and Rashawn Slater and O-line, 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 O-line. Listen, man, if I'm Cincinnati, I'm going to be like, we're going to get an offensive lineman in the fucking second round. What we're going to do, we're picking up an actual weapon for Joe Burrow, namely Jamar Chase. And we're going to say, and you know what I think? You know what I think? This is my opinion because you don't want to blindside a QB. Here's what I would do. Because I don't think Joe Burrow, he got hurt because of protection. I think he got hurt because of, um, you know, because it, it was an injury that, I, you know, I, I didn't see the injury. Let me see it. I don't want to see it. I, I, I don't like seeing guys get hurt. I really, really fucking don't. But I, I kind of want to understand how he got hurt. Hold on. Let me kind of just see it. Uh, I really, really don't want to see this. Hold on. Hold on. It's like I say I don't want to see it, but then I look it up. Joe Burrow. It's like one of the first things that you look up, Joe Burrow, and then it's the injury. Oh, yeah, he tore his ACL. Hold on. I'm only going to watch this once. I just can't stand watching people get hurt. Hold on. <clears throat> Do you think that it's kind of fucked up that people put ads, like, in front of injuries and stuff like that? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't his fault. All right. I don't need to see that twice. It wasn't his fault. I don't know if his his offensive lineman landed in front of him with a defender. I'm not going to watch it again. You can maybe say his offensive lineman got pushed back, but Joe was, was standing tall in the pocket um, because he wanted to throw a strike. It wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault. It wasn't his offensive lineman's fault. If you want to be critical, you can be like, well, Joe Burrow should have moved out of the pocket. And it's like, well, he was already going into his throwing motion when the when he could have escaped and he didn't. And he's fucking Joe Burrow. He's not going to move. Okay. Um, so if I was him, if I was the GM, if I was the owner, I'd be like, listen, Joe, we love you. We're drafting number two overall. And I don't get why fucking teams don't fucking do this any like at all. I don't know if they do this at all. Like, the fact that the Green Bay Packers fucking drafted Jordan Love instead of 
calling up one of the greatest football players of all time, asking him, do you want a receiver here or do you want a running back here? I think is the dumbest fucking shit you can do as a GM. Call your quarterback up if if a wide receiver, if a running back is there. And hell, you can even do this with the fucking uh, uh, left, not left tackle. You can do this with the, the with the guys on defense as well. If you're gonna, if you're considering a defensive player, you got to give them names, and you you should do this months in advance, so that way you don't drop it like it's hot on the fucking day that you're drafting the dude, right? But if I was the, uh, if I am the Bengals, right? Here's what I'm fucking doing. I am talking to to Joe Burrow, and I'm like, Joe, love ya. Which guy do you want? Do you want Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, or do you want Pania Sewell? Antonio Brown just showed you what happens when you have a guy that a guy will go to go um, go to bat for, will root for, all that good stuff in Tom Brady, right? And he'll figure out a way to make it work. He'll figure it out, right? You don't do this every single round for every single position all the time, but let's fucking get some communication in with the front office and the fucking players and the fucking coaches, you have all their phone numbers. You have their um, you have their DMs. You have their social media. You have all that shit. However they communicate with people, you have their email. Communicate with them. Talk to fucking them. Jesus Christ! Like let's get some let's get some communication going on. Don't just draft guys because they're good guys. Draft them because they can work with your fucking guys. You know what I'm saying? I think it would be awesome if they fucking did that. If they were like, yes, we're gonna we're gonna talk to. Joe and we're going to actually ask him because maybe he can actually compensate for a lack of a dominant offensive line, which he doesn't need. He just showed you he doesn't need a dominant offensive line to win football games. But you can also get Alex Leatherwood or Creed Humphreys or Landon Dickerson. I don't know how bad the, the, the Bengals offense is. You know, let's say, let's say your offensive line sucks, especially at left guard. Okay, let's draft Creed Humphreys or Landon Dickerson or whomever, and they can fucking start for you. Landon Dickerson is a fucking monster. Please draft him. I don't care that he's hurt and that he's out for the season. He's one of the best centers and interior offensive linemen in the league. Please get him. Bengals. Or Landon Dickerson. Or Creed Humphreys. Landon Dickerson. Alex Leatherwood. Pania Sewell. Rashawn Slater. One. Some of those guys are going to be there in the second round. They're going to be there. And it's like, I just, huh, man, it's like Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith paired with T. Higgins. Come on, man. I just got to ask. It's like, give them some fucking help. <clears throat> yep. Sean Chase Claypool run a crisp route, man. I don't think I talked about this on the podcast. No, I didn't. I was kind of riffing about it off the podcast. Sometimes I talk to myself when I'm not on the podcast to kind of see if shit will work and kind of pre-plan out certain things and things of that nature. And one of the things that I was kind of pre-planning out was talking about this excess of wide receivers, especially that was drafted over the last couple of years. And just a lot of misevaluation, right? Everybody everybody talks about DK Metcalf and just just like misevaluating him. Let me talk about this other guy, A.J. Brown, man. Everybody was just like, oh, yeah, he's just another slot receiver. Don't pick him up. He's not very good, things of that nature. I think he has the most 
um, touchdowns for, you know, a player at his, holy shit, he also already almost has 2,000 yards in two years. He has 881 this year. He has um, over 1,000 last year. He has 10 touchdowns this year. Yeah. On 56 receptions. How, how many targets? How many targets does he have? Let me check him out. Um, on how many targets for both seasons? Hold on. How many targets? I think they got him for both years. He has 171 targets for 108 receptions, and he's catching balls at 63%. So that's fucking awesome. Great job, AJ. And, um, you know, everybody everybody wants to talk about DK, and I love DK Metcalf, and DK's awesome and things of that nature. And it's not a slight to DK. It's just to say that DK and AJ are fucking awesome, right? They're awesome. And then you go to this year's draft with C.D. Lamb and Justin Jefferson and Chase Claypool and Henry Ruggs and Brandon Ayuk and Jerry Judy. And, I mean, and K.J. Hamler is pretty fucking awesome. And one of the guys that gets that finds a way to get behind defenses and he does not get enough credit because I've seen him play way too many times. To, to see him just get fucking separation like nobody's business. Nobody knows his name. He was one of my guys because he tested well at the combine. I was like, I got to write his name down and commit it to memory. Darnell Mooney of Chicago finds a way to get behind defenses. And I mean, like everybody's just talking about how you can find guys anywhere. You can't find these types of guys anywhere. You can't find the cream of the crop. The diamonds in the fucking rough, the CDs, the ju- the JJs, which JJ, Justin and Jerry, Chase Claypool can't find DK, AJ can't find these fucking diamonds, gigantic, like boulder like fucking diamonds anywhere. Can't do it. Don't even try. And what this misconception that people have with wide receivers is they're like, yeah, we can just find wide receivers anywhere in these drafts. And it's like, no, you can't. You can't find DK. You can't find anywhere. You can't find DK anywhere. You can't find AJ anywhere. You can't find CD. Can't find JJ. Which one? Both of them. Can't find Chase. Can't find any of these guys anywhere in the draft. You can only find them in the first, maybe second. And in DK's case, almost in the third because recruiters, scouts, all these people are morons. But oh my gosh, man. I mean... I talked about it how I was uh, like I, the the riff was essentially, you know, these guys are like, you know, eligible bachelorettes that you match well with if you're a single guy in a big city. You don't try to play the field if you're trying to build a life with a significant other, right? If you find her, you find her, you keep her, you slap a ring on it, you have kids, you get married, maybe not in that order. Maybe if that works for you and you build a life around her, that's what you fucking do right around you and her, maybe not just her, but you and her, right? If she's eligible, she's awesome. She's great with your family. She could be a great parent, stuff like that. She has your values, whatever, all that, all that stuff, right? You figure it out. That's all I'm saying, right? What I'm also trying to say is that if you have one of these wide receivers, if you find a wide receiver, right? 
that's awesome. That works for your team. All that good stuff. You fucking don't play around and be like, yeah, I, I maybe I can get another one. It's like there's no Chase Claypools. There's no CD Lambs. And it's a mirage. Like people are so like focused on, they, they have this tunnel vision of like, oh my gosh, I only see what's right in front of me. It's like expand your fucking vision and look around. There's not going to be another DK Metcalf or, or AJ Brown. Like I remember they took a picture together. Look up, look up AJ Brown and DK Metcalf. Look up, look them up with me. Type in both their names into Google. AJ Brown, DK Metcalf. Type in their names. I'll wait. I'll wait. AJ Brown, DK Metcalf. Do it now. You got a phone. You're listening to this podcast on a phone or a computer with an internet connection. Do it now. Okay, I'm done waiting. Let me look it up. Right? One of the first pictures that comes up is that they're both in a gym and they're flexing. And this is why I like they look photoshopped. They are so jacked. Their bodies looked photoshopped, especially DK. It's like, I don't know how that's humanly possible. Apparently, DK Metcalf has 1% body fat. How is he alive? That's like impossible. I don't know how that's possible. He's a freak athlete. And I was like, why? What, what, like, if we're, if we're all about athleticism and potential and prospect, if we're all about that, right? If we're all about that shit, why not get the guys that literally look like they're juicing, not because they are. They've been drug tested probably an ungodly amount in their NFL careers. Neither one of them has comes up clean. But if I, but if you were to ask me, 24, which guys look like they're on steroids, it's DK and AJ, and they're not on steroids. That's the stupid thing. They're not on steroids, and they look like they are on steroids. That's how ridiculously athletic they are. They look like they're on steroids, and they're not on steroids. I can only, again, I can only imagine how many times they get drug tested on an annual basis. But yeah, that was like the riff that I had had for probably tomorrow that I kind of blew today. But it's like, yeah, like, if you fucking have a wide receiver, if you can find a wide receiver, a top tier wide receiver, like a good woman, don't let him go. Keep him. Until, you know, you die or they die or if we're going with the football analogy until they can't play the sport anymore. Excuse me. Don't be like the fucking Houston Texans or the Minnesota Vikings and being like, oh, yeah, we can get we can get prime picks and we can get we can manage the cat. Well, and we can be 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 and we can do and we can fucking miss the playoffs that next year. Because we're idiots. We're stupid. We don't want to pay our fucking guys. Right? And it's like everybody talks about, well, well, Dalvin Cook, he's an awesome running back. They're, of course they're going to build their offense around Dalvin Cook, right? 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 Going to build their offense around Dalvin Cook, right? It's like, look at, what, look at how, how, look at the good that it did them this year. One of the worst teams in that division. Just got to ask, when is Mike Zimmer going to get fired? And if you fire Mike Zimmer, do you want to know what happens when you fire Mike Zimmer? You essentially don't even justify the Stefan Diggs trade. You can't justify it. You shouldn't. Do you want to know why you shouldn't? Because your whole team was built around running the ball and playing defense. And now look at you. Look at you. Your bottom of the division. By the way, speaking of bottom of the division, shout out to the Bengals for getting it done right now against the Steelers. P. 
picking off Ben Roethlisberger, throwing a touchdown pass. I don't know who that is. God knows who. I don't. 25 running in for a touchdown. There's this Cincinnati Bengals fan that like jumps up him and his son do after he, after his team, like, you know, after his team, like scores a touchdown. You know what I mean? It's pretty fucking awesome. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Let me spit. Hold on. picked up i picked up a lot of hobbies new hobby in quarantine want to know what it is spitting every single time i i'm outside now i just start like spitting i don't do it with my mask and when i'm around other people because that's just gross and a little bit unsanitary um but when i'm alone and when i'm outside like sometimes when i'm just walking to to my car i slide down my mask and i just spit and i've always wanted to be a spitter you know those guys that can like really spit I don't know. It's also because I'm from uh, the country. Let me see. I'm, I'm not going to look up the live score. It's a three-score game. It's 17-0 to in favor favor of the Cincinnati Bengals. So uh, that's a whole lot of fun. As I stand here looking at the Bengals absolutely destroy Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh uh, literally is doing nothing right now. And a lot of fights are breaking out here. A lot of fucking fights. Bang, punts it away. Where is it going? What is going on here in some of these fights, man? Oh, no, they're showing replays, right? They're showing the Juju Smith-Schuster play that got blown up. And then they're showing the Chase Claypool play getting blown up. And then they're showing Chase Claypool pushing and shoving people. Chase Claypool is essentially the size of uh, Calvin Johnson, so I wouldn't want to... I wouldn't want to fight him. And then they're also, I mean, it's getting fucking chippy out there. I mean, and shout out to the fucking Bengals because they're not getting bullied. They're not getting bullied at all. Pittsburgh is initiating a lot of this shit. I'm not going to lie to you. They don't fucking care. They're fucking standing up to the bully saying enough is enough. And Bengals fans, they didn't show up because they were like, our team is two and 10 against an 11 and two team. We're not having it. We're going to lose. We're going to lose. Bengals are like, no, we ain't. We're going to fucking destroy them. They're showing. What? Monday night. Okay. Okay. I got to fucking mention this. Why the fuck? Monday night football. I'm, I'm being serious here. Why the fuck are you showing the Antonio Brown hit by Vontail Bryant or Vontail Perfect? Why the fuck are you showing that? I hate seeing that shit. I, I said it before. I'll say it again. I hate seeing players get hurt. I have no idea. Why player? Why why people are like we're gonna blur out the Dak Prescott injury, but we're never going to show the Vontail Bryant play again. It's disgusting. Stop showing it. You don't have to show it to 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 prove a point. Not even prove a point, but to convey that Antonio Bryant got knocked out of the game essentially. Like that's a guy getting hurt. Why are you showing that? God, man, I hate that shit. And then they'll show the Juju play, right? I'm fast-forwarding through. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see Vontel Bryant get hurt. It's like, fuck, man. What the fuck is wrong with you people? God. 
I don't I don't get how that has to be a bro- a part of the broadcast. I really don't. There's better ways to convey, you know, not to, not even to convey, but to show like maybe not to show but like to express that a player got hurt than to constantly show the injury on repeat. It's like Jesus fucking Christ. Like boxing doesn't show play- people get hurt over and over and over again. They show pe- they show people getting rocked. They show people getting punched in the face. But if like a guy gets a broken leg, they'll fucking go away from it or a broken arm or if they're seriously hurt, they're going to fucking go away from it because like nobody wants to see that. Fuck man, what is wrong with ESPN? They had to like go into the mantles and show when players were getting hurt to be like, "Oh man, this is a really scrappy fight." Fuck off. It's like over 60 years of history between these two when it comes to this rivalry game. And you want to show two plays that happened in the last decade because players were getting hurt? Fuck you. Jesus Christ. What a joke of a broadcast. That's why they had the Muppets on. Because this broadcast has just turned to all types of just disgrace. Holy shit. By the way, um, Jim Caldwell, former Detroit Lions um, coach, head coach, interviewed with the Houston Texans. I don't like it at all. I don't like it. It's the um, first and foremost. It's the Rooney. It's the Rooney rule where you have to interview a black coach. Um, you know, like the Dallas Cowboys did it with Marvin Lewis. I was like, if you're actually gonna interview somebody, interview somebody that's actually gonna have a shot. You know. And not Jim Caldwell and Marvin Lewis, like the worst fucking candidates ever, you know. It's like even if he gets fired, not fired, hired, I would be like, no, get him out, get him out. That's a disaster waiting to happen. God, man. A lot of people are talking about like how he was, how he had a nine and seven season with um, with the Detroit Lions at the end of his career, and it's like, bro, he sucked for the majority of it. It's like, cool, you go 9-7, and seven, which is barely above average. And he had four years. Like, everybody wants to be like, well, you know, they fired a guy who had nine, who was 9-7, and seven, and they won't fire Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn. And it's like, well, Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn had three years together when they fired them. So, technically speaking, they fired him, Jim Caldwell, a year uh, um, uh, with, with a year's worth of grace, right? It's like, no, do you... No, should he have um should should they have been hired in the first place? Specifically Matt Patricia? No. Should they have fired Jim Caldwell? Yes. They just did not find a head coach that uh that was better than him. And in fact, uh Matt Patricia was significantly fucking worse. And um the owners, Martha Ford and Sheila Ford Hamp, are they capable of being able to to manage a team, probably not. To be honest with you, considering that Sheila Ford Hamp, the current owner, owner, excuse me, the majority owner of the um, of the Detroit Lions, fucking was one of the main people that had wanted Matt Patricia on board with Bob Quinn. So you know, f- uh, kind of like circling back to Jim Caldwell and things of that nature. I don't like that he interviewed with the Houston Texans. I think there's better um, there's better candidates, but they were like, well, we got to get the black guy out first because of the Rooney rule and things of that nature. And they're like, we're not really going to take it seriously. Nobody wants to say it. I'll fucking say it. I don't give a fuck. 
fuck your feelings if you get mad, mad over it. I don't really care. I'll root for black guys that deserve a job just as I'll root for white guys. I will not shut up about Lincoln Riley. I will not shut up about Robert Sala and Eric Bieniemy. And also um, uh, the offensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have no idea how he doesn't get any praise at all. Just saying. A lot of great black coaches. A lot of great white coaches. I mean, like, there's enough pie to go around all of the different races. Don't get triggered because I say, like, a white coach deserves a job and a black coach deserves a job. Or a black coach deserves to get fired or a white coach gets gets fired. If you're getting triggered over me saying that uh, it, that that it's fair or unfair, or that maybe not fair, but if you're getting triggered over, like, a black guy getting an interview, sorry, you have a brittle spirit. It's not my fault. It's your fault. Fix yourself. It's not here. I'm not here for your feelings. I'm here to watch some fucking football and to watch actual good football. Unlike what I'm watching right now where the Pittsburgh Steelers are down 17 points to the Cincinnati Bengals. Disgrace. Disgrace. Anyways. As I stand here and watch the end of this travesty. Kind of just play out here. Jesus Christ. I've been waiting a long time, waiting a long time, waiting it to fall. Who you sell? I'm I'm singing the pretty reckless. By the way, um, on one of their first drives of the quarter or of the half, yeah, it was the first drive, or the second drive of the half. Steelers, they finally decide to nut up. I'm fast forwarding. Bengals, they go three and out again. Steelers are going to get a shot at doing something. <clears throat> Let's see it. I've been waiting a long time, waiting a long time. What's that company called A Touch of Modern? They're that company, right, that has, like, all of that modern shit. I went on their website. It's an e-commerce site. Essentially, it's, like, an Amazon, right, or an eBay I'm not sure I would want actually their stuff. I'm not going to lie to you. What is this? They have a electric bike. Oh, that's kind of cool. Electric motorcycle. They have a see-through canoe. That's kind of dumb. What is that? A cooler that is like a mini fridge. Oh, that's kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. Then they have like a dumbass chessboard, which is a lot more like, you know, it's a lot more gimmick than anything else it's like a chessboard where you can where the pieces move by themselves it's like really that's so dumb i'm like yeah we're gonna show the bishop it's like i would actually rather buy an actually cool fucking chess board with awesome chess pieces than that one and then they have a record player as well which is why i stopped <laughs> the uh the fucking ad and then they're showing that the vinyl is the record is like floating on like a magnetic field or something like that. I don't know. That's so dumb. And then they're showing, wow, look at all these other people, these millennials in the touch of modern TV show and all that good stuff. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Anyways, still watching the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, are inside the Bengals, like 10 yard line now. Are they going to score? Did Chase Claypool catch that? No, he didn't. 
Did he catch that? Nah. It was close. It hit him in his left hand. Still fast-forwarding through the game. Ben Roethlisberger goes nowhere. They're sending out the kicking unit. I think it's going to be 17 to 10 now. What is that, Michael Jordan? On that ad? Who is that? I don't know. That's a guy that looks like Michael Jordan. What is this? Is this a workout? Oh, no. I was like, is this a workout commercial? And it's a Geico commercial. Like, what the fuck? People are doing way too fucking much when it comes to these ads, man. It's like, Jesus Christ. Shout out to Josh Allen, who just clinched, by the way, the uh, the AFCs for the Buffalo Bills for the first time in 20 years. Considering that the Bills for like 20 for like the past 20 years has been like the worst organization and the worst franchise in the AFC East to now essentially claiming and controlling that division only has to be, you know, only had like like the, the only people that are committed for the, uh, for doing a great job with that organization are Sean McDermott and Josh Allen. And all the other guys and gals that are within that organization. Shout out to all of them. I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. Not one of these guys. It's like, I hate teams. You know, this team sucks and blah, blah, blah. I'm not a hater. I don't know what teams or people think this is. I can have favorite players and teammates and things of that nature. Hmm. <clears throat> Anyways, still going to fast forward. Oh, yeah, it is 10 to 17. I just wanted to check, and I just wanted to make sure. Oh, wait, they're also showing ESPN. When is the Heisman Trophy? Um, I looked it up. When does the Heisman Trophy get voted on? Hold on. My computer monitor just went, like, black on me for some weird reason. I don't know why. <clears throat> When is it? It should be like next week, right? Or this week? I'm not only up and up on these things. Uh, ceremony day. Oh, it's on January 5th. Okay, never mind. I thought it was in December. I guess not. I, I guess not. All right. I don't care. Mel Kuyper. Uh, Mel Kuyper's junior top five prospects. Oh, these are just their prospects. Current 2021 NFL draft order. Ooh, that's interesting. Uh, Jags, Jets, Bengals, Falcons, and then Panthers. Dallas won yesterday, improving their record. What was it? Are they seriously 4-10 and 10 right now? Or is it 5-10? and 10? I think they're 5-10. and 10. Fuck, man. All you had to do was lose. All they had to do was lose to the fucking... It's 5-9, and nine, not 5-10. and 10. All they had to fucking do was lose to the goddamn... 49ers and they would be in the mix now because they didn't now they're probably not going to be in the top five anymore yay go cowboys Mel Kuyper is showing his top five prospects Trevor Lawrence Pania Sewell Justin Fields Devontae Smith Jamar Chase wow he actually I kind of actually agree with that I would move Fields up and Pania Sewell down but yeah like I feel like Devontae Smith is is the best wide receiver in this draft class. Sorry, Jamar Chase. He didn't play this year. I can't evaluate him. Devontae Smith has been ob- uh, has been obvious, or not obvious, but awesome uh, this year. You got to go with him. And then <laughs> the Bengals fans put up a, a fucking um, 
a fucking sign in the stadium, Pania, for your thoughts. That's hilarious. Why wouldn't you want Justin Fields? Not Justin Fields, but um, Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith, bro. I'm just saying. They're going to be there, and you can get another offensive lineman later on in the draft. I'm just saying. Some people are going to be like, but we drafted T. Higgins. T. Higgins is not Devontae Smith and Jamar Chase. For everybody who wants to say that you drafted a wide receiver last year. You didn't draft Deontay Smith or T. Higgins. Sorry. They're, they're, he's not as good. Did I say Devontae Smith or T. Higgins? Excuse me. You didn't draft Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase. That's what I meant to say. But you knew what I meant. Like, 24, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I'm not, I said I'm dumb. I'm not very smart. <clears throat> Anyways. Kind of am hoping that Seattle wins this ball game. So that way uh, I can, you know, I can, you know, like, uh, what's the word? So that way I can have a better record. But I mean, God, man. I, like, I, I said that they're not going to the AFC championship. They may not even make it past the first round. God, man. They're getting their asses handed to them right now by the Bengals. Like, imagine imagine them going up against potentially the Ravens. Or, like, do, do the Steelers play up against the Ravens in the, in the next couple of years, in, in the next couple of weeks? I don't, I think so, right? Or they play up against the Bengals. And it's like, can you imagine if the Ravens were to go up against the Steelers? No, the Ravens are going to finish off the season with the Giants and the, the Bengals. But it's like, I mean, like, imagine, we'll look up who is in the playoffs after this game. But it's like, imagine if they got to go up against Tennessee or the Colts. Or the Browns again. Like, I don't think the Steelers are beating the Browns. I don't. I don't. Like, they're not able to stop the run right now. That was my candle. It sounded like it just farted. <laughs> but, um, like, they're not beating the Browns. They're not beating the, the like, unless Phillip Rivers screws it up for the Colts. I don't think they're beating the Colts or the, or, or Derrick Henry, unless they stop Derrick Henry and the Titans and, even then, it's like Ryan Tannehill can go deep with A.J. Brown and throw the ball to him and things of that nature. And then it's like, God help you if you face off against the Bills. I don't think – like, you want round two of the Bills? Okay, sure, fine. Go ahead and try that. Like, maybe you can beat Miami. Maybe, because they're in the playoffs right now. I don't know, man. You are fucked if you're the uh, the Steelers right now. I remember what, – what's her name? Joy Taylor was talking about how – you know, in this game, all you got to do is just run the football. Just run the football against the Bengals. It's like, yeah, that's a good idea. Do you realize that they try to do that for, like, the first half as well, that they try to do that again? Didn't work, did it? And then they're like, don't throw the football. I just want you – what's what's that fucking clip where she was like, the, um, the Steelers need to just run the football and just do that? What was that fucking clip? Let me pull it up. Because that – that was like, I was like, I was like, that's like, like, you can't just run the football, like, like, not can't just, but it's like running the football with a team that's terrible at running the football literally makes no sense. Like, there's got to be a little bit more nuance than that, you know? Hold on. Hold on. Let me like figure it out. 
Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Let me try and find it. Is this it? I'm not sure. This definitely isn't it. Is this it? I'm not sure. No, this isn't it. I think this may be it. Hold on. God, man, there's so many of these things that I've watched. Here it is. Here it is. Here's the run game thing. I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find it. <clears throat> Hold on. I got it. Here it is. I got it. Here it is. Steelers. They had big time injuries. Devin Bush, Bud Dupree. Huge. They can't rush the ball. Nope. They have uh, 68. Oh, wait. Before I, like, continue. Before I continue with this. Before I continue with this. I just got, um. I just fucking got, like, this, uh, this touchdown run by the, I don't know who his name. What, what is this guy's name? Because he's fucking slicing up the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. What's his name? Hold on. It's five. Hold on. Read option. Fenley, I think that's what his name is. Ryan Fenley. Goodness gracious. Ryan Fenley. Listen to her talk about how uh, how the Bengals. Granted, let's be fair. This was like on Friday or something like that. I don't care. But a little bit of context. This is like a couple of days before her team would get ass blasted by the Bengals. How Bill Belichick is against rookies. He's 21 and 5 against rookie quarterbacks with the Patriots, including. The oh, no, this isn't it. Wait, wait, wait. This is way too far. I literally fucking had it, too. Head. Don't you no, love being I, a talking head? I do. So they're talking about being talking heads, but after this, they go into it. On Monday night, which obviously we all say That's a Monday night game? Yeah. What a cruddy Monday night game that is. Um, then the Colts and Steelers. Uh, which could go either way. Colts and Brown. A little bit more context. They're talking about the schedule for the Pittsburgh Steelers and things of that nature and how these are essentially get right, uh, get right games. What that means is they can essentially feast and beast on the next opponents and get back right to uh, – to where they need to be to go into the playoffs and start winning football games, which is an anomaly because they won't win football games in the playoffs because of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they don't have a good enough team to go into the playoffs and win football games because they are lacking things on offense. Specifically, they're missing a run game, a quarterback that can go down the football field and make plays, and also a defense that's missing key pieces like Bud Dupree and Devin Bush. Let's continue forward. Jermaine. No, Colts, it's, it's Steelers, Bengals, and Colts, Steelers. Yeah. And then Steelers, Browns is week 17. I think Cleveland today is better than Pittsburgh. I really do. I They're really certainly do. playing better than, than yeah, Pittsburgh. I, I think if they play today, 
the Steelers win. But... <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Like, if they played this week, I think the Steelers. All right, all right. I do not. Well, here's the issue with the Steelers. Well, there's multiple issues with this. There's lots of issues with the Steelers. They had big time injuries Devin Bush, Bud Dupree. Huge. They can't rush the ball. Nope. They have uh, 68 total rushing yards in their two losses. So that right there is a glaring issue. Everyone knows that you have to you have to have an active run game if you're going to win in this league. You can't just rely on Big Ben throwing it. You actually can. You can have like 90-something yards a game and win football games. I'm just going to look up the box score right now. I'm going to do a little bit of research. Um, I'm going to look up the box score and check out like what the uh, – what the Steelers have been doing. Okay, so they're going to lose this game 27 to, tw- uh, 27 to 17. I love Google and how they, like, arrange their statistics. How many rushing yards? They had 86. 86. But um, the reason why they only have 86 rushing yards, and let me also look at the um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. When, when did they play against the Bills, right? Let's kind of just check out what happened there. They had 47 rushing yards against the Bills, but they also didn't score. They only scored seven points, you know, um, in the first half. The Bills only scored nine, but then they got destroyed in the third quarter. They lost. Uh, they not lost, but they they got scored on. Um, they got 14 points scored on them. So it's like at that point, you, you, the running game is shut down completely. And then they were playing up against Washington, who had 21 yards of rush, who they had 21 yards of rush against them. But Washington only had 45. So kind of do with you, uh, do with that as you will. Against the Ravens, they beat them. How many rushing yards did they have? 68 versus 129. So. In some cases, but also, like, let's check out what they're doing when they're winning. Oh, they had 100 yards against the Jags when they beat them. What about the Bengals here? 36 to 10. Maybe I'm wrong. No, they had 44. Let me see what happened with the Cowboys. They got, no, they got, I don't even need to see that game's game longs. They got shut down when they played up against the Cowboys. What about the Ravens? How many rushing yards did they have then? 48, uh, 48, and they beat them again. So my point that I'm trying to say is, is that the rushing game has been terrible all fucking season long. It's just when they lose. That's when it's brought up. But yes, the the rushing game it's not bad when they are um when they lose. It's it's also bad when they win. Again, they only had 48 yards against um you know, the against the Ravens I think twice. Or not 40, they had 40 yards I think once against the Ravens and then 60 something uh the second time that they played the Ravens. And then they had a couple more yards here and there. I think they had uh, like 40-something yards when they beat the Bengals the first time. They lost this time around. But they like, like the, the point is, they don't have a lot of rushing yards when they beat teams, for the most part. 70 times a game. But the other major issue, and this is... And again, this is like Googleable. She should be able to just Google this. It's like, like, the, like Colin Cowherd always talks about doing like three hours worth of prep work for the show. And it's like, you can't even like Google basic statistics. Just saying. Just saying also playing into why there are so many drops is i mean obviously i don't but you know i don't do fucking three hours worth of prep work and for the most part i'm more curious than knowledgeable about things and even then i'm also very knowledgeable about what i'm talking about as well it's like i kind of had a feeling that they didn't have a shit ton of rushing yards in these wins except for one game in like the last two months almost
they had 100 yards. Let me actually check that out. Let me get a better, like, model here. Let me pull up ESPN and let me see their models instead of, like, having to press on everything. Steelers, ESPN. Let me check out their model when it comes to rushing per game. Rushes per game. Rushing yards, excuse me, per game. Let me check out your stats here. I wanted to see it, like, game by game, but I don't think they have it broken down game by game. Yeah, they don't. Schedule. Can I see, like, the schedule statistics? That's, like, the best thing about Google. Um, let me check it out. Yeah, the cool thing is is that they actually do have some of the – they have the offensive statistics, like – you know, your high passing, like how many, like the highest passing, uh, uh, passing yards that they had, yeah, the highest rushing. The, um, they had a hundred yards. Wait, that's not right. Really? Didn't they have a hundred yards of rush, like in a game like this year? Or not this year, but like, when was it? It was like, it was this, it was like um, a couple months ago. It was orange, so it may have been the Browns or the Bengals. The Bengals had 139. What about the Browns? It must have been the Browns game. Yeah, where they had 129. I think that was the Browns game, but I'm on ESPN right now. They're saying that the Browns game, they had, um, yeah, the, the statistics are wonky on Google and on and on ESPN, ESPN's telling me that James Conner had 101 yards. Google's tell of rush. Google's telling me they had 129. I'm more likely to believe, I would say Google, but also I don't know. Like ESPN's also been right. Let's just say they've had three games where they've gone for over 100 yards, because that's what I'm looking at on ESPN right now. It's Denver, Houston, and then the Browns, and then that's it. And then they had 82 against the. Uh, the uh the Tennessee Titans and then 89 against Jacksonville but I even think Jacksonville they had a little bit more the point is or a little bit less the point is um they've only rushed for 100 yards three times this season they don't have a strong running game let's continue forward with Joy Taylor and this hot take where she's gonna say that this Pittsburgh Steelers they just need to run the football against the Bengals Everyone knows he can't throw over the top. Right. So he's averaged 6.8 yards per attempt this season, seventh fewest among 35 qualified quarterbacks this season, 6.8 air yards this season. They've dropped 10 passes in their two losses, six against Washington and four against the Bills. God. And she's going to mention, and she's going to talk about how, <clears throat> she's going to mention, she's going to talk about how, like, what's it called? How, like, um, fuck. Like, how the pit, how and why the Pittsburgh Steelers have a bunch of drops on their football team. Listen to this. Keep in mind, um, the resume that she likes, the, you know, uh, the, the uh, not the condition. What the fuck is it called? Not clarification. I'm sorry. I'm bad with words sometimes. Sometimes I can't think of the proper descriptive words that I want to use. The, um, fuck, what's the word? The, uh, the qualification that she uses and that she constantly uses, there we go, qualification, qualification, not clarification. The qualification that she always likes to use is um, that her brother is a Hall of Famer and that she knows a lot of football because she has a sibling that played in the Hall of Fame, which 
I completely fucking disagree with that. Just because you have a sibling that's in the Hall of Fame doesn't necessarily mean that you're a Hall of Famer or that you know as much as your Hall of Fame sibling. I'm just going to put that in the fucking um, air. But um, let's listen to Joy Taylor and what she has to say about uh, um, uh, the, the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers in their running game. Because he can't throw it over the top and no one's afraid of the long ball, they cr- the defense crowds up. Yeah. And just suffocates, and no. that's on, on top of I no. think if they have a real focus problem right now. No, that's why they're dropping so many balls. I, no. It's it's funny. Nope. And I'll replay that once again because I was saying no, Ben, a bunch during it. I didn't hear it. Ball. They cr- the defense. Let me go. Or against the Bills. God. Because he can't throw it over the top, and no one's afraid of the long ball. They cr- the defense crowds up. Yeah. And just suffocates, and that's on, on top of I think if they have a real focus problem right now, that's why they're dropping so many balls. I. So. That would be true, right? The defense crowds up and things of that nature. That would be true that the defense affects players dropping passes if there was um, – and, and it wouldn't be – yeah, it, I guess it would be drop passes, but it would be passes broken up. That would be the main thing that, um, that would happen. The reality is Ben Roethlisberger is throwing a lot of inaccurate passes. And also that Deontay Washington is dropping a lot of passes. Or Deontay uh, Johnson, I think that's what his name is. It's Deontay Washington or Deontay Johnson. Whoever is 18, I think, is the guy dropping a lot of fucking passes. It's him. He has the issue. And it could just be that he's he, he lacks confidence in himself because he's dropped a lot of passes. It can be that he does have, an, uh, have a focus issue. There's players in the league like it, it's not like it's not a, a an unknown thing that wide receivers have have a some of them have you know a drop issue or whatever. It's just it's not necessarily as seen as you would think it is because it's like now a lot of the wide receivers and I talked about it obviously at the beginning of the show that a lot of fucking wide receivers in today's NFL in the modern you know the modern um not the modern NFL but the the modern um wide receivers they've kind of like figured out how to kind of minimize dropping as best as they possibly can because they understand that they won't get the ball fucking thrown to them if they, you know, if they keep dropping passes. So, yeah, like, again, like, C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson, Chase Claypool, D.K. Metcalf, A.J. Brown, they're not fucking dropping a lot of passes. Especially when you, like, look at how they fucking snatch the ball like they're fucking a bald eagle, you know, like uh, like looking at or, or fucking just scrounging the forest floor, snatching up mice and stuff like that. Like, that's essentially all the wide receivers in today's NFL. They're fucking bald eagles snatching shit off the floor of the forest. Like, Jesus Christ. Anyway, so let's continue forward with Joy Taylor talking about how the defense crowds up. Doesn't, by the way, explain how that how that um, affects players passing or not passing the ball. Especially if they're not getting a significant amount of PBUs when these dudes are wide open and things of that nature. But even when they're not, in the case of um, Juju Smith-Schuster today, he got blown up. Technically, it wasn't a drop. It was a fumble. But yeah, he fucking got blown up today because Cincinnati was like, oh, you're going to dance on the logo? We're going to fucking destroy you. So, anyways. It's funny. I just, I watch that offense and I'm like, I am stunned by smart people in the media. By the way, as she was talking about how um, they don't go deep with the ball with Ben Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger threw a deep ball to Chase Claypool down the sideline. Um, They're just running that highlight over and over and over again. 
It's like he does, but he is inaccurate with the ball. And they don't use Chase Claypool properly because he is their best wide receiver. Hands fucking down on this football team. Watching that. And Buffalo did not have a great defense. Thinking that is a Super Bowl offense. I think they're, I, I, I've said before, I'm not sure they're a top 10 team. I know it's disrespectful. They are. Maybe, maybe. I think that's a little bit going, like, if they're top 10, they're like bottom 10. They're like 10th, but like. I mean, they're 11-2 and two for a reason, but again, like, they've also played a pretty fucking easy schedule, but, you know, we'll see. But when Ben was in his prime, they never felt quite buttoned up. Now they've lost two linebackers. They can't run. He can't throw. Eh, I don't know about that. I think that's, like, going a little bit too far because in Ben Roethlisberger's prime, he was an elite quarterback, one of the greatest football players of all time. Like, not going to say that deep I, even watching their highlights i'm like that is not a super bowl offense i think even with the injuries their their defense is still in, in good shape they've got to figure out the running game situation why they haven't figured it out in 13 weeks they've won enough games to go to the playoffs and i think even clinched their division by not running the football sharply and effectively why would they need to figure it out right now the next, do, just do that. Against the Bengals, just run the ball. Just do that. Just run the football. Just do that. Well, it sure is serving them pretty damn well, right? 24 to 17 right now. Just do that. What was the yards that they had this game? And by the way, you can't fucking run the football when you're down by three scores. Like, and which they were, I think, coming out of the second, the, the second quarter, going into the third quarter in the second half if I'm not mistaken, right? They fucking, yeah, they, they went, they got shut out in the first half. Don't do that. Throw the football. Learn how to throw it better. And slash, or probably get a new quarterback. Like, yeah. Figure out how to get that established again because you, you're going to need that in the playoffs. Finally, Cam Newton is... They're going to lose in the playoffs. So she's like, you're going to need that in the playoffs. It's like, you haven't needed <clears throat> all throughout the season. Let me sit down. I'm pretty much done. It's over with. It's a wrap. Ugh. I'm pretty much done. I am done. Now it's 24 to 17. Looks like it's a, a close game. It's going to end 17 to 27. Steelers losing the third straight week. And remember how I said three weeks ago when Washington beat the Steelers and everybody was like, Steelers are, um, you know, Steelers. Steelers are, um, hold on. <laughs> the Bengals fans are giving it to the Steelers right now. The Bengals. <laughs> There's these uh, Bengals fans that have this sign saying, which is worse. And then they circle uh, of 2020, right? And they have the Steelers circled. Oh, no, it's which. <laughs> That's such a fucking awesome sign. They have. No, it's not of 2020. It's which it's worse. Which is worse. Steelers or 2020. And they have the Steelers circled. <laughs> oh, that's such a good sign. Oh, my God. That is fantastic, dude. That is fan that's a great sign, man. Anyways, 
Um, yeah, I remember a couple of weeks ago when people were like, yeah, the Steelers, they're fine. They lost to Washington. It's great that they finally got the monkey off their back, that they finally got that O, that 11-0 and o or whatever and O. Remember, they were 11-0 and o three weeks ago, and people were slurping it up. People were like, yeah, the Steelers, they're a great football team. You know, they're going to win a lot of football games. It doesn't really matter that they lost. It was a, uh, it was a fluke. It was a game where they – and then they went and they proceeded to lose uh, two weeks in a row, making it three – they lost to the Bills last week, and then they lost to the Bengals this week. Who do the Steelers play next week? You know what? It doesn't fucking matter. And I said it last week when the Steelers lost to the, um, to the oh, they got to go up against fucking the Colts and the Browns. They could lose out. They could lose out. And I said it a couple of weeks ago. I was like, listen, guys, they, like, the most important thing about that loss isn't that they lost the fucking football game. The most important thing about that loss is that they lost first place in the conference because first place in this conference, as is uh, in the NFC, because the NFL extended the games and things of that nature. The most important fucking thing about this game and these games particularly is that you now don't have the um, hold on. All I want for Xmas is a win against Pittsburgh. Well, Pittsburgh, not Pittsburgh. Bengals fans are going to get it with this win. they fucking clinch it. 27 and 17, but let me finish my monologue here. <clears throat> I said it before. I'll say it again. The most important blah, blah, blah. It, it was losing first place. It's a seven game playoff. It's a seven team playoff. Um, uh, this year, you have a lot of fucking teams going to the playoffs. You don't have two teams having a bye week. You only have one. That is the indomitable, uh, uh Kansas city chiefs. And with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire being hurt, it doesn't necessarily hurt that much. Not pun intended. But it doesn't hurt that much that you now have a, a bye week. In fact, it's great for you because you have a great head coach who can scheme for teams coming out of the bye week. Uh, a, a great statistic to look for in great head coaches is how many times they've won a, a game after a bye week, whether it's you know in the regular season, in the postseason. And, I mean, it's like 60, uh, 65 to 70%. It's pretty fucking insane how many coaches win after coming out of a bye week, right? And now you have, you know, Kansas City fucking going into a bye week right now, and they're, they're, they're done. They may be done for the season. I don't, I don't know of any hard games that they have within the next couple of weeks. Meanwhile, the Chiefs, they get to finish off the season with two very, very difficult games. The um the fucking uh the fucking uh Browns and the Colts. Meanwhile, the Chiefs they get to finish off the season with the Falcons and the fucking Chargers. Yeah, this shit is important. Everybody went Google and Gaga. Everybody went Google and Gaga. Everybody was like, Woo! Go! Yeah, go, 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 Pittsburgh, go, Pittsburgh. Awesome job, Pittsburgh. You guys lost a game. It's like, dude, this the margin for error in this league slim and they just made it slimmer and you want to slap ass after losing a game it's like you guys need all the fucking help that you can get what's what's the standing right now 11 and 3 13 and 3 10 and 4 11 and 3 for the respective four divisions the chiefs are up by two games the chiefs <clears throat> would have to lose their next two games in order and then you would have to win your next two games for you to be caught up if you're the Steelers. 
And the same thing goes with the Bills. If the Chiefs win this week, they clinch the one seed, and then they get to rest everybody the next week. Right? Yeah. So if the Chiefs, if this, if this weekend, this is going to be an important weekend for the NFC, uh, for the AFC standings. They beat the Falcons on Sunday. It's going to be like one of the games that nobody's going to cover and nobody thinks is important. But if the Chiefs, if they win this week, this weekend, they get the one seed and then they get to rest for two straight weeks. Some people are like, well, they're going to come out flat and stuff like that. You know what they may do? They may send out some guys in the next couple of games, but for the most part, everybody's going to rest. They're like, we're not even going to risk it. So yeah, the Chiefs are fucked. Not the Chiefs. The uh, the Steelers are fucked. They're not going to be able to beat anybody going into the fucking playoffs. And everybody went goo goo and gaga for the for the um, for the Bills or not the Bills, the Steelers for losing a football game, even though that is asinine. And then I had to come back here and I had to be like, nope, it is a fucking terrible thing that they lost um, uh, two weeks ago against Washington. And that continues forward today, where they lost again against the Steelers. Awesome job. Awesome job to everybody that was like, yeah, they got it. They, they're, they're a great football team and all that good stuff. Awesome job. Sorry about that. I accidentally hit the mute button on my, <clears throat> on my computer. Awesome job uh, going uh, to the evaluators and things of that that nature and the people who make uh, way more money than I do to give fucking um, objective and intelligent opinions uh, to try and have great sports talk and things of that nature. I'm not even speaking properly right now. I'm just so irked to see people just constantly being like, yeah, you know, guys, you know, uh, we, we did it. We won. Or not, we did it. We won. We uh, we had a great day today at the office. You know, we we did our jobs. We said a bunch of dumb shit on the radio waves, and now we get to go back home and make bank and fuck my hot wife and shit like that. It's like, okay, all right, all right. Anyways, I get irked whenever people say dumb shit. I ah man, it's just so annoying. Anyways, what else do I have for you today? Is that it? I think so. I got like three things that I have to watch. Like Jeff Cavanaugh, he went through uh, the mock uh, a mock draft in like forty minutes, and he and in the title of the video is "Let's Talk Cowboys and Do Mocks Instead of Watching Bad Football." Completely agree. That happened a little bit before I went on. And um, I also got some stuff for tomorrow about Devontae Smith. I still haven't watched Alabama versus Florida again today. I've, Again, excuse me, I've been a little bit preoccupied today. I was kind of hanging out with my family and stuff like that. But you know how it goes. Let me exit out of these two dumbass tabs that I had as well. I have way too many fucking tabs. By the way, if you're interested at all in like how much the price, like like remember how I said at the beginning of this uh, of this podcast I was like, I think that the um, the fucking video game that I was talking about, the VGA graded eighty five plus mint rare piece of uh, uh for pl- uh, for Pokemon Platinum. How I was like, I think that video game is gonna go for like a thousand dollars. I think it's gonna go for a grand. 
Um, it went from 16 bids to 19. The key players in the bidding war right now are, I don't know their names, but they're 64, 22, and 42. And right now it's between, it looks like 22 has dropped out. He hasn't placed a bid since $325. And the bid right now, keep in mind, the bid started at 99 cents and it's now up to $610. So yeah, that's going to be a whole lot of fun to, to watch later on into the night. There's no way that thing goes for over like, oh no, it, it probably, you know what, you know what? A lesser graded version of it went for is going for like thirteen hundred dollars. It hasn't been sold yet, but it's going for thirteen hundred dollars. This thing could probably hit that and just exceed that. But I mean, it would be also funny if this thing didn't, you know. But we'll see what happens. We'll see. This right here for anyone who ride with me. Heard me laugh, watch me cry, did time with me in the game. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been 24's podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. If you like this podcast, you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Pretty much where you can find any podcast, you can find my podcast, 24's podcast, best video gaming and sports podcast. I'll be back tomorrow to give you my weekend updates for this weekend. Also, pause the music. Not going to have a podcast until Sunday. Um, there's no Thursday night football. I, I I may have a cyberpunk podcast on Wednesday. So, yeah, I will. I'll be back on Wednesday, but there's no Thursday night. There's Christmas football. I'm not going to watch it because it's Christmas. And, um, and I'm not going to be here, obviously, because it's Christmas. And then there's nothing on Saturday. There is Saturday football, but I'm not going to watch it because it's the day after Christmas. And um, I'll be back on Sunday to cast um, – all the stuff that's going on on Sunday. Unpause my music. Unpause my music. So, um, Wednesday we'll be back. Tuesday we'll be back. We won't be back Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We'll be back Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, until my next podcast, I hope you have a fantastic day. And I'll see you next time. Amen. Amen. Amen.